Welcome to Debates on Tap. <laughs> there. Less pregnancies happen that way. Welcome to Debates on Tap. <laughs> Welcome to Debates on Tap. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan. And I'm New Microphone Vargas. <laughs> and we're here to uh, uh, drink, argue, and watch somebody win. That was... I stumbled I mean, through it. You will be doing that. Yeah, something like that's going to happen. I will be watching one of you win. That yeah. is true. Uh, on today's episode, and we'll explain that bit in a minute. Also, we'll explain it, what it's a gonna bit come, is. It's going to come back up. Uh Today we're drinking Longboats, nope. Longboat Breweries. Logboat. Logboat. Log uh, there's no N. As in a boat thus, made from a log. Thus changing <laughs> the definition of the word. We're drinking Logboat Brewery. Yes, when you change the letters in a word. It, it, <laughs> Sometimes it will change the definition. One would say it gives a whole new meaning to the word. <laughs> uh, it's called Shiphead. Uh, it's a ginger wheat beer. I get it. Ah, ship, <laughs> ship, ship head. head, and there's art of a lady with hair made out of a ship, and she's serving beer. Oh, and she's only got the one arm. And she's only got the one arm. <laughs> I was gonna bring it up. <laughs> uh, this is out of Columbia, Missouri. Uh, not too bad. Not no, too, yeah. not like weird gingery. It's like a yeah, spicy wheat. It's really good. I'll say I'm always excited to drink beer when the you can, can just stop. Well, <laughs> right there. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> when when the can is a silver can with a sticker on it, I'm oh, always yeah. excited, oh, yeah, yeah. right? Because like you know that this place is like doing their own thing. Right? Yeah, right. and the, the the place I went to uh, had a lot of these. I had never seen log, log boat before. I've seen long boat. Yeah, have you but seen I've long never boat? seen log boat. I've seen a long boat. Uh, but they had like four or five different types, and and this is the one I settled on. And all the art is kind of weird and cool like that. So this yeah, is really great. good. Yeah, check like it out, this. log boat. You know, I gave you guys a break from the stouts. Yeah, thank you. Because it's surprised. nice out. I'm surprised. Oh, yeah, it's not it's stouty. Almost, it's not stouty weather. Not stouty weather. No. Someday, that's we should take a debates on tap field trip and go to yes. a brewery. Done. And maybe they can give us beer. Because they'll well, be like, what are you idiots bringing microphones in here for? <laughs> maybe, maybe they can give us beer in exchange for money. Ooh. Now yeah. that is a no. system we should check See, into. <laughs> that's what, yeah, Vargas and I talked about this uh, whenever we saw Evil Dead 2 in 4K, which was fantastic. Uh, we talked about my dream is to like do this podcast at a brewery or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Or even at Screenland because I talked to him about, I went and saw, whenever they played Scream a while ago, they, there was like a horror movie podcast based out of Kansas City that did the podcast before the movie started and it was a shitload of fun. Yeah. So, so for all you breweries out there listening... You want some free exposure to 14 people. <laughs> yeah, right. Come at us. Brian's now, we get, mom and Dave will. Can we get back to the bit you. that Brenda did at the at the top of the episode? Oh, yeah. Or we, you want to yeah. save it? We got, we'll save it. We'll, whenever the time comes, I got I got enough for everybody. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good. What, uh, speaking of Brendan, what have you, what's new, guy? You want to know what's new with me? Oh, boy. Whoa, boy. <laughs> Go ahead no, uh, and turn I, him down. Yeah, <laughs> we might need to these new mics. Ooh, we got going that's on. what that fresh, silky sound mm, is. Yeah, new mics in the studio. Just play along. Yeah, this is yeah, a studio. Yeah, yeah. It's Are not Brian's so second much? bedroom. <laughs> Are you having a stroke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm fine. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of new music lately. Um, two female artists. One is uh, her name is Angel Olsen. She came out with an album a couple years ago named My Woman. And uh, it is very, very good, very indie rockish, like just good old fashioned rock and roll type of stuff. Uh, she has a song. There called, it is again. Brendan brings up a new artist, and it's like yeah, female fusion, rock, uh, jazz, rock. Nine, it's nine flavor. genres. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you, genre get, guy. if you want to get even weirder, she used to be a folk singer, and then like a couple albums later, she uh, started putting out rock music, and it's very, very good. Like very, very good stuff. Is it still based in like the folksy? Uh, it's like slowed down like that, so it's it's still very good. But yeah, it's it's kind of like that flavor stuff. But this is very much a rock, rock like an indie rock album, basically. So to compare it to something people might know, is it Florence and the Machine esque? No, think okay. of like if the Strokes were slower. Oh, okay. Yeah, in sure. by, in a woman did it all. Okay. Yeah, so basically that. And uh, I'm not I'm not gonna take the joke there. <laughs> About the woman with the strokes. Just let's move past it. <laughs> okay. Uh, her album. How is a woman having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for flavor, uh, there's a song she has called Shut Up and Kiss Me. That's that's very, very good. Um, the next album is a new album that just came out just, what's today? The 23rd? Yes, it 3rd? is. So just, this just literally came out yesterday. 
Uh, Jenny Lewis, her album On the Line came out just yesterday, and it, it's also very, very good. It's a little bit more rock and rollish, and it's awesome. Like, it's so much fun to listen to. Uh, there's a really good song on it called uh, Wasted Youth that I think uh, people would enjoy. And on the cover um, are her boobs. So even better. So. What? <laughs> so I'll be checking that so, album out yeah, Jenny, in the Jenny bathroom Lewis. later. <laughs> oh, God. So yeah, so those two albums are phenomenal uh, uh, albums by uh, female musicians who, who are very, very good. Um, Isn't it International Women's Month? Or Women's History Month or something? March? I'm pretty sure. I'm just, I was going to say it's very on topic for you to bring two female fronted. You can keep making that face. I'll keep talking. <laughs> no, I know it was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, International, International Women's, Women's Day. Day. I thought and the whole month became It was the day thing. that Captain Marvel came out. The right. And then all the music that came out on that Friday, um, all it was female. all, all females. Yeah. So it was really cool. Um, but no, I, I don't know towards your point if that's true or not. I mean, sure. Yeah, I mean, more power to women. Let's make it so. Yes. Number yeah. two. Women's History um, Month. And Friday. then on... Uh, Women's <laughs> Women's History Month, Friday, March first to Sunday, March thirty first. Yay! Look so yeah, at that. that's, that's awesome. So back to the thing. Very on topic. Continue, please. Yeah. So now to be more on brand, I watched Beyond the Curve, uh, the flat Earth <laughs> yes. documentary. Molly and I watched it, and holy shit! Like oh, I, it was a very frustrating experience because <laughs> Mark Sargent would get up there and spout his. Things. Beliefs. Yeah, things he believed. <laughs> That's an accurate statement. And much like you guys talked about, then it would cut to the astrophysicist who had been working in the thing, working in the field for years, just being like, so... What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love, like, the comment by that, the, the female astrophysicist who was, like, kind of, like, the main astrophysicist they talked to, and how she's like, I wish I was part of a conspiracy. Like, yeah. I get paid more. <laughs> like, she's like, it would I be wish, so exciting. I wish I would. But it's pretty phenomenal because, like, the psychology of it's fascinating. And then I love they talked to, I think he was a, a Caltech, like, physicist or something like that. But he basically talked about, you know, you know, we can't be mean to these people. You know, like, these people right. have these beliefs, blah, blah, blah. And if we keep, like, being mean to them and pushing them away to the fringe of society, like, we're not helping our cause, their quote-unquote cause, uh, cause or anything like that. And I really love uh, when Mark went to, there was like a thing in California he went to where he, he, basically they were talking, like that's whenever they were kind of drumming up his, uh, how he loved the publicity, publicity part of it. Like, you know, meeting people and getting things and things like that. Mm -hmm. And it kept cutting to this uh, black physicist talking at this open mic where he, you know, he brought up jokingly at first, like, okay, let's talk about flat earthers. And then he very graciously was talking about like, you know, we have to explain like science is a thing. Science is a very real thing. It's tangible. It's right. factual. Like this is what we are here for. And we can't basically what the other physicist said, we can't be doing this to these people of just making fun of them and not including them in this conversation. Like we have to meet them in some form or another in some way. I think the, the what people struggle with when they do meet someone like that is that they hold on to these anti-science beliefs so right. strongly that you literally cannot debate with them because they refuse to accept any sort of right. science that you could bring and, into it. And much like they showed in the documentary, the goalposts just keep moving. So right. like like you talk about like the gyroscope that's a very $20,000 piece of equipment yeah. that can measure anything you want to measure kept measuring the Earth's rotation. And they just kept saying... Oh, well, we have to do it this way. We have Wrong to do it this way. Gotta put this. it we in a different it. container. We have to do it in a container that won't get the heaven rays and will interfere with that. Which is a great album name. Great, heaven great rays. heaven rays. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was that was just fascinating. And then I love like as the documentary kept going on, they kept cutting to that that science fiction writer who kept talking about like that whole like logical fallacy about like right. when you're like basically whenever you're presented with the facts, you go, well, no, that doesn't fit my worldview, so I'm not going to accept it, or I'm going to like kind of skirt around it and figure out a different way. And much like you guys talked about the ending of the documentary where the, <laughs> where oh. the, the light experiment with the boards was proven like, well, move it up <laughs> a little bit. That's interesting. And it just cuts off. <laughs> yeah. And then later on, like, like two frames later, they come up and like the same guy's talking. He's like, well, we're pretty sure the light was interfered with weeds in the way. So that's what kind of refracted the light up. Yep. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, that's just, again, just moving the goalpost just even further right. away from well, what you're doing. Well, those weeds are made of mirrors. So right. he might be right. On so, that one. And so that's what I think is fascinating about, well, one, Flat Earth. And two, you know, I think it's so interesting that in the past two years, Flat Earth has started to quote unquote, embrace more the scientific method, which is just going to prove them wrong. Like that dude goes to that, he does the gyroscope thing two or three times. And then he goes to like the meetup and he's like, 
yeah, but we can't talk about this because it would literally prove everything we, we, we have wrong. So he's like, so it's conspiracy. You know, it's like, keep your lips tight. And the guy's like, oh, sure. Yeah. And just takes a sip of his beer. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. Whenever, you know. whenever a fellow flat earther looks at you like, oh, I don't yeah. think you might be so, crazy guy. You're crazy. <laughs> so that's what I'm, I'm, I'm very interested, especially like we, we, we had talked about the, uh, the flat earth guy who built the rocket twice and then went up and has refused to talk about any of his findings because I'm assuming scientifically he found that Yep. <laughs> uh, what well, I believe probably isn't the right way. I well, they made that movie on them up. <laughs> I've even heard like people that haven't heard him That's talk, really joke. but they're like, well, if he did see a curve, it's because the the glass he right. was looking through was and, curved. And that's what, you know, like everything they, they say, you know, you can say, but you could take a camera up that high and yeah. see the curvature of the earth. Like when Felix Baumgartner went 26 miles up and jumped out of a weather balloon, you could see the curvature of the earth. It was the most amazing well, yeah, thing the, in the world. Because the lens of the camera was curved. And that's the fish thing. Eye. It was a fisheye lens. It was lens. a fisheye yeah. lens. Yeah. So that's what makes the curve. And, and if like, he saw it, his visor just... Like, correct. Right, and and that's another thing is that like they during the eclipse, they get some amazing footage. Mm. Uh, they sent up the weather balloon and... Uh, the camera they use is very obviously like you could see like it actually like dips in and up yeah. like it's like a valley almost of how they distort the they purposely distort the camera to make it like as the weather balloon goes up it, it won't see a curve in the earth like it's it's amazing and then like I I was amazed Mark Sargent Mark Sargent just as every every living breathing human being should be was blown away by the eclipse but he was blown away by it because it look it was such a great special effect put yeah. on <laughs> that it blew him away about how amazing that special yeah, fuck effect CGI, was. CGI, that live and stuff was is amazing. Like, <laughs> it's just, it, but I still like to, to get off this point. I still want that dude who makes the, the clocks and the tables. Yeah. I still want one of those flat He's earth my tables. favorite guy. He was, cause he was very, the guy who makes the motor, that makes that the motorcycle. motorcycle is amazing. That guy <laughs> is very much, even though he's a flat earther, he's the kind that I think, everyone wishes flat earthers would be where they're just kind of like, yeah, I think the earth is flat, but also look at this cool shit I can do. That's yeah. unrelated. <laughs> right. Dude, Whenever he like, yeah, first brought up, brought out that electric motorcycle that was totally silent, totally badass. Like Molly and I were like, that's amazing. Like, and he I, never wants to get on a soapbox no, during no, no. the whole thing. He's, he's fine. He's just like, yeah, I found a way like people wanted to buy this stuff. So I, I'm good at engineering. I'm so like it, I'm yeah. monetizing it. Yeah. But, uh, so that's, yeah, that's I'm all glad I'm going to say it. about that. But it's a it's a very amazing. I loved like we had talked about the juxtaposition of it's just letting flat earthers talk and then letting the physicists talk and it's just it, there's no animosity. There's no, I mean there are a couple of things where they make flat earthers look totally idiotic. Like when they go to the NASA, Mark and uh, Priscilla. Oh, oh God. And boy. Mark is like talking about, oh, the thing won't come on. Oh, NASA doesn't have the budget to even do a child's toy. They walk away and the cameras pan down to the start button. Yeah. And it's like, well, all right. But, but that's that's the thing is that they don't they, they don't go out of their way to do it. They're just right. like. Or oh, like whenever they shut Mark Sargent up, like Mark Sargent's giving that really good analogy about the, the Truman Show. Yeah. And how the guy goes, but aren't you the mayor now? And Mark Sargent just sits there and right. doesn't say anything. Right. It's 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 amazing. It's so very, again, very everyone go watch Beyond the Curve. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's lot amazing. of fun. It's so good. What have you been up to, Vargas? Well, let me pull out my notebook. Yeah, pull it out. <laughs> if you get, <clears throat> never mind. What do you? Huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good. Don't put the notebook in front of your mouth when you talk. Why? Yeah. Oh wow, that's really. Actually, do that. Uh, <laughs> I watched uh, a movie that's been on my list for a long time called Pet. Have you guys heard of Pet? It's a horror movie. I'm, you know, yeah, yeah sure, like sure. Pretty much all I. I watch. mean, I, I expected that. Yeah. <laughs> so it stars um, Brandy Bucks from Lord of the Rings. Who? Oh, the guy from Lost. Yeah, Dominic Mon- Monaghan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, shit, that that movie sounds so familiar, but I can't. So I, he he. The, the setup of the movie, and there's a huge, well, I guess you call it a twist, but it's like in the first third of the movie, whatever. Um, he starts, he, he, he sees this girl he went to school with on a bus, and he starts obsessing over her. Mm-hmm. And very shortly into the movie, he kidnaps her. <laughs> and he, he works at uh, as like a janitor in a uh, vet's office. Sure. So he puts her in a, a cage gotcha. in, in the basement. Hence, kind of the name of the movie Pat, is Pat. until he tells she loves him. Right? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Is like you're gonna you're gonna end up living. But as as again, the, the twist is 
that she is actually a serial killer. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, and he, because he says after he kidnaps her, he's like, I'm going to save you. This isn't, I'm not, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm going to save you. Interesting. But you, you're like, oh my God, this guy is totally yeah, he's off nuts. the walls. Yeah. But so they show like she has been killing all of these men. And I mean, I don't really want to spoil anything because the ending is like, how, oh my how, God. How can you, wa- like, how can you, how can we watch that? Um, I had to rent it from, gotcha. or did I, did I watch it on Hulu? So, you know, no, I don't know. we're asking you. Oh, yeah, yeah. you guys don't know. <laughs> you guys don't have the answers. It's, I mean, you can rent it like digitally yeah, anywhere, sure. okay. but it might be. I didn't know if it was streaming somewhere or not. For it those asking, uh, out loud to the podcast right now, the character he's referencing is one of the fool of the toque. He's one, he's one of the other <laughs> hobbits that, that go along. The, and, the hobbits is. So, cause I could not. Picture the face because I don't. I've never seen. I've seen one or two episodes of Lost. It's Brandy Bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brandy Bucks. Brandy Bucks. I thought you started a porn star. Yeah, I did too. Oh, I or Bambi's uncle. I watched it on um, Prime, Amazon. Prime. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, okay. Did you have to rent it? No, it was it was for, it's streaming on for there. free on nice. Amazon Prime. So it was a really good movie. Again, it's one of those movies that like I kind you know I heard about mm-hmm. it and I was like, yeah. oh, that sounds interesting, but like. You know, it's like Primer. Why isn't everyone on the planet talking about that movie at oh all times? Yeah. You know, or okay. it just, it, again, it subverts your expectations of what you think this movie right. is going to be. And it's so good. You know, it, it start. there's like three or four people in the movie. Like, so, I, like it, you describing it makes me think of Creep, you know? Yeah. How, you, that's, like that, that same yeah. type of, then as the movie goes on, everything gets turned on its head. And there's a, like, it's yeah. a phenomenal movie. Everyone watch Creep. Yeah, um, for sure. And it sounds like Pet. I mean, I can't wait to check out Pet. It yeah. sounds really good, too. You, everybody should, if you're a horror fan, you should check it out because it, again, really turns the whole genre on its head. <laughs> and you won't see it coming. Of course, now you've heard kind of one of the twists of the movie. Right, yeah. It, there's still a lot going on there. That sounds awesome. Yeah. More twists. Yeah. Good. That does sound good. Anything well, else? I mean... Oh, man. Well, go everybody go on Netflix and watch Afterlife, which is Ricky Gervais's new oh, yeah, uh, yeah. scripted special. You um, had to know he was going to talk about this. It, well, because it makes you it may, may make you tear up a little bit. It's about uh, a man coping with losing his wife yeah, from cancer. It sounds very intense. Uh, it's super intense. If you follow anything, what, uh, what's no, up I'm just there, big getting, guy? Just getting in the mood for your talk. What's new? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, to interject. Queer Eye, new, episode, oh, new season yeah. of that happened, and there's in, an episode where City. a man, his wife passed away from cancer, and yeah. he has a five and three year old son. And yeah. let me tell you, <laughs> heard Ooh, about boy. that. So Ooh, let me buddy. just let me just do not watch it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, all right. Now that you're somber, <laughs> not uh, in the mood. Yeah, but but it's also very funny. In the first ten minutes of the first episode, he calls a child a cunt, and it's very because he's walking by this playground where his nephew is just on his way to work, and he's like, "Hey, George," his nephew, and uh, he keeps walking a little bit, and this sh- this little rotund, short, redhead kid comes up, and he's like, "Hey, pedo!" <laughs> and he's like, "What? You're a pedo!" And he, he says something, and he's like, "If I was a pedo, I wouldn't bother looking at you, you tubby ginger cunt." <laughs> and the kid just just bewil- so uh, that's the kind of humor you're gonna get, sure. but it's just super. I mean, it's a man dealing with the loss of his wife uh, from cancer, and eventually, right. eventually, cancer touches everybody in some form or another. Uh, yeah, it will touch you. Talk about show me on the doll. <laughs> uh, so, but it's super. If you like Ricky Gervais, uh, his humor, you're gonna like it. Um, but it's very powerful. And it's I've always also, been more a fan of his scripted stuff than his stand-up stuff. So I think I would like that a lot. His stand-up, so. I, to me, his stand-up is just challenging himself to offend as many people who aren't in his audience as he right. can. He succeeds. And he yeah, does and, succeed. Yeah, it's great. I, I would agree with you. It's, it's Ricky Gervais saying something. He's like, "Do you get it?" Do you get it? It's yeah. Like, All right, yeah there's, and the, I think I talked about it on the podcast, but there's he does one bit in his most recent stand-up where he, he keeps making these jokes, talking about the whole setup <laughs> is he's talking about writing yeah, them. Yeah. And he's like, but I would never say that in public. Right. And then so uh, and then I also watched a very bonkers anthology series called Love, Death, and Robots. <gasps> yeah. I can't wait to watch that. Dude, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh. I'm pretty sure it was in the contract to have nudity in every episode. Right. So I wanted to tell you about this, right? So Brian told me to watch it. It's been on my list. I'm definitely going to watch it. There are apparently four 
orders that Netflix gives you for the episodes. Uh-huh. Yeah, damn it. Based on your viewing history, whatever. Oh, their algorithm. Yeah. Oh, their algorithm. Oh. Yeah, algorithm. Algorithm. They put it in a certain order. It puts the, each episode in a different order. <laughs> and apparently there's four different that people have that found. That fits with the like the sci-fi-ish. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Isn't that wild? That's so interesting. The anthology, it's it's all animation um, except one episode. That was kind of weird. But uh, that 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 series weird? No, it's, I think it's twenty episodes, or it's some, Just but it's an anthology. Christ. So uh, for those who don't know, that none of the episodes have to do with each other, uh, but basically they all take place in some kind of uh, uh, sci-fi world. Uh, so something's happening, but uh, since they're all animated, they can get as wacky as they want. The thing is, I like I like weird shit. I liked most of those episodes, but even mm. for me on some of those episodes, I was like, what the fuck is like, what are we doing? <laughs> and like I said, I think it was in the contract to have nudity right, right. in every single one. Nice. Uh, which is only weird. Cause <laughs> I always think about, I'm like, Oh, someone drew that. <laughs> That's not oh, just, right. yeah. you know, yeah. uh, but, but I, the thing is, is with how weird it is, I think there's at least one episode for every single person that would watch it. Interesting. In sure. Yeah. Uh, Cause they're all so different. Right. Um, right. Right. And I did like a good majority of them, but uh, like I said, there are a few that I'm just like, nah, I can leave it. But the great thing is there's no episode longer than like 18 minutes. There's Perfect. one that's like yeah. five and a half minutes. Perfect. So there are all these self-contained <laughs> so stories. You can get through it in a night if you, were, if yeah, you wanted to. Maybe I would, a weekend for sure. Okay. Uh, there's, there's one in particular. Uh, it's this really cool idea of like this computer program that will sh- that you can change events in history and the algorithm will give you an alternate future. That's awesome. And Whoa. so what they what they did in there was the death of Hitler, mm-hmm. and they made it happen before. They're like, if you kill Hitler, uh, these are the four paths that you'll get, and it shows all the paths. It's just it was a really. I was like, I want that show to exist. Like, I want that in real life. Yeah, yeah. let's just keep give it doing to me. it. Yeah. Just make a show about that. <laughs> yeah. So love death and robots on Netflix. Uh, go give it a shot. Uh, honestly, sit past the first two or three and just keep sifting. Or or not because it changes the order. No, that's what I'm saying. But even then, you might get three that are just like, "Ooh, boy!" Yeah. Because I mean, it is it's sci-fi. It's so it's very graphic. It's very violent. A lot of them. Uh, but it's I liked it a lot. So yeah, love Death and Robots and Afterlife. Go watch it. Okay. <laughs> so last time. <laughs> so last time. On debates on tap. So last time I had the boys. Tell me, we're the boys. We're the boys. We're the boys. Uh, to give me uh, their best trilogies or their favorite trilogies, whatever you know, there was no that was the caveat. And you picked wrong. And I picked Lord of the Rings from Vargas, mm-hmm. and then Lord of the Rings Extended Edition from Vargas. Yeah. And then I picked the Cornetto trilogy from Brian, which is Shaun of the Dead, Hot yeah. Fuzz, and At World's End. I picked Lord of the Rings. Um, we had it's talked just the World's End, by the way. I think At World's End is Pirates of the Caribbean. I think you're right. It is World's End. Yeah. Well, oh, shit, I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> I was wondering where no, Simon damn. Pegg was. Johnny Depp but came Johnny out Depp's of nowhere. Running across that beach. I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Um, anyway, so yeah, so there's a reason why I don't remember that movie. Um, so we had talked before about Peter Jackson making Lord of the Rings and how that was a labor of love over the course of like fucking forever. Like they yeah. started those movies in the nineties, like through all kinds of stop starts. And then they filmed all, all those movies like back to back to back to back and released them year, like back to back to back. And, and then you watch something like Lord of the Rings, which is lovingly done. You get, there's love in every frame. It's a beautifully shot movie. It's like it's, he was excited to make it. He was. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you watch. And I, I've watched many ba- behind the scenes, like interviews and footage from that, from Lord of the Rings and from juxtaposed to the Hobbit. In Lord of the Rings, they like handmade all the orc armor, oh. all of the like. It's insane, like how well, much detail went in that movie. Weta Studios, that just I mean, genius. Like it's, it's it's the new Jim Henson Studios, mm-hmm. right? Like they're just the people that it's make insane. the best stuff. And the fact that they lovingly shot, filmed it in New Zealand, it's just yeah. it's a it's absolutely breathtaking. All those movies are just. Phenomenal movies. I remember I saw all those movies with my dad in theaters. I loved all those movies since I was a kid. Uh, watching the extended editions, like the, when they were released years and years ago, just blew my mind because I love that world. I love everything about it. I literally, even now, like the joke about Return of the King has, oh, it has nine endings. It's like, but each, every person deserves an ending. That's the whole point of like the Lord of the Rings trilogy is that like all these people, like Sam and Sam going, I mean, uh, Frodo going through all his shit 
and deserving that, you know, going with the elves to like their afterlife, like he deserves that. And, you know, Frodo uh, dealing with that, the repercussions of all that, losing, losing his best friend for years and years and years. It's phenomenal. And then Aragorn becoming the king and then accepting, oh, oh my gosh, it's, it's amazing. Like uh, that movie is just, all those movies are phenomenal. I, I don't think I have any bad things to say about Lord of the Rings. What's your favorite movie? Just, you don't have to go into it. See, and that's what people... Please, please don't go into it. Right. And that's what I think next episode and uh, for conversations, uh, I'll talk more about the movies in like sure, more in depth sure. and then as well as the differences, you know, and things like that between the book yeah. and the in the, the movies. Because I recently reread the novels a while ago. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Like for me, The Two Towers has always been like one of my favorites to rewatch just because of the battle scenes and how they filmed like Helm's Deep. Like I remember reading uh, or watching this uh, behind the scenes thing for uh, the Helm's Deep battle. They created a program like out of nowhere to simulate the battle scenes Yeah, and how whenever they first started running the simulation, all of the elves and all the like the Helm's Deep side would just run away and retreat because they could, they were like they're outnumbered like they had it built into them to like we want you to stand and fight but you're overwhelmed by the orc army so do what you can and the program just ran away every time like they could not figure out how to make it work so finally they had to force like okay well they have to fight like right. let's override that and like it was such a cool idea but everything about the two towers and the setup and how each movie is its own movie like you could watch each movie by itself right. and it's not this day and age where like Oh, we're gonna end on a huge cliffhanger, and it's gonna be the same to up to a point. Um, but each movie is its own thing. Each movie sets up, knocks out of the park, and it's it's so well done, and it's just phenomenal. I I can't rave enough about the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I feel a big butt. I don't. He won't shut up about <laughs> it. Well, that's what I told you. I don't have any literally yeah. anything bad to say. But but then I watched the <laughs> Cor- <laughs> <laughs> but then I watched the Cornell trilogy, and in. Again, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz are borderline perfect movies. And I think that whole trilogy is just, it's like Shaun of the Dead, you know, came out of nowhere. Like Edgar Wright had made space and all kinds of stuff. And then they said, well, make make a love letter, make whatever you want. So he made a love letter to to basically Romero movies and zombie movies. And it's it's phenomenal. Like you could, all the callbacks to space, all the callbacks to the dead movies and zombie movies are just fascinating. Like they're so good. Same with the Hot Fuzz, like all the callbacks to Jackie Chan movies and Bad Boys and all these other things. It's so fucking good. Then you get to the world's end and it's kind of like, all right, well, I, I get it. Like, it's good. You know, it's Edgar Wright being Edgar Wright. It's Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and all those guys like having a good time. And it, But it, it gets to a point where it's like, but I don't, I can't see the genuine like love as opposed to like Sean, like Sean of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. I think it was definitely not forced, but I think it was encouraged by a studio See, to and, and that's what, like, rush it out. It, that's basically. what it feels like because they had been talking about, like, obviously we all knew, like, after Hot Fuzz came out, like in 2004, six, I can't remember when that movie Four was six. Shaun of the Dead, so six was. I think it was six. Yeah. And then Coordinator, and then the end, like, at the world's end came out so many years, like 2013, I think it was 2014 or something like that. So it's like, you can very much tell, like, I, I, it's like they, they couldn't cut, quite crack it, and then they just went, they were just like, well, we have an idea. Let's just make a wacky Let's one. Let's just yeah. go for it. And it's like, eh, it's fine. Like, like I said, good. though, I uh, I predicted this would happen, and that's why I said that I think Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz will make up for it in the end. That's what I said. It doesn't. <sighs> um, Ouch. But again, like I, for my money, you could watch all three of those movies and they're great. They're yeah. phenomenal movies. But when it comes to juxtaposing those to Lord of the Rings, it, there's no contest. So I, I there st- was that we had it. <laughs> it was two weeks ago. Right. I Var- lost in it. Vargas one. Yeah, <laughs> in Vargas, I, I I stick with Lord of the Rings extended edition. Oh yeah, brother. Okay, that <laughs> that is irritating to me. <laughs> But no, there's so many great trilogies out there. Lord of the Rings and also the Cornado trilogy. They're phenomenal movies. Those are the only two trilogies out there. Half of Star Wars. Half of Star Wars. <laughs> We're getting a new trilogy, which is great. Back to the Future, did Indiana you, Jones. Did you don't Chris Skull? Did you see know. that uh, it, it might be the Old Republic that the new? Yeah, yeah. the uh, the Game of Thrones guys, right? We'll dive yeah. into that maybe on conversations. Man, I'm but, pumped about that shit. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to get past me losing as quick as I can. Yeah, so okay, on, yeah, on to yeah, my yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, your, what's your thing? Conspiracy theories. Now do the bit. Oh, no, God. Yeah, farther back. <laughs> Brendan's putting on his tuneful hat. There we go. 
So if you guys remember at the beginning of the episode, there was a horrible noise right after Brendan said his name. That was uh, a bit. Will you, Vargas, explain a bit real quick? It's when Brendan puts tinfoil on his head. Yeah, that's what that noise was, just so we all... No, so I'm very excited There's to dive into this. There's a lot of tinfoil on your floor, just so you know. <laughs> it's just going to keep piling It's probably going to be a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Who, uh, well, yeah, that's a running bit. Right, so you... so I want conspiracy... I want, yeah. basically, you guys to make me believe a conspiracy theory that exists. Okay. It doesn't have to be one you believe in. And I don't think either of you are going to succeed, but I will say who gives the better argument. Okay. <laughs> okay. You want me to go first? I, I concede. Okay. Oh, so what? No, that makes my no. I just let him go first. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for this? Are you buckled the fuck up? <clears throat> Hold on, let me. Okay, I got another. You get a beer. Log boat. Okay. <laughs> let me. I put a new case on my phone so I can hold on oh, to it. Oh Christ! Here we go. I'm buckled. <clears throat> he wants to he fire wants to... one at you. <clears throat> Did you lean into the microphone to do that? <laughs> well, I forgot how close I was. I'm so sorry. The moon landing. Oh God. Okay. We didn't fucking do it. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. I mean, like, okay, think about it. Okay. 61. 1961. JFK says, by the end of this decade. By the end of this by decade. By the end of this decade, we're fucking going to go to the fucking moon. <laughs> yeah. so he said. Oh, I thought that was Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> so he set this president. He was the president, and he said the president, yeah. to go to the moon, <laughs> to land on the moon by, in, the, end of the, by the end of the decade. Okay. You have to think about... And then he gets shot. Then he gets shot. By the CIA. Are you... Wake <laughs> up, sheeple! <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> are you both on the same thing? I secretly don't know that you're in an organization somewhere. You want to talk about the man? He the man wants you to think. He knows we, too much. We landed on the moon. <laughs> Cut it off. Cut, cut the transmission. Um, but anyway, so there's a, there's a dot on your forehead. I know. Well, <laughs> shit. Um, so no, Jack Ruby. No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, we're going off the rails real quick. Before before sixty one, we had barely gone to space. Right after World War Two, we got into a whole thing called the Cold War. Are you familiar with the Cold War? I've I've heard of it. Those fucking communists. Yeah, they they couldn't wait until summertime. They couldn't wait till summertime. And they're born in Serbia, <laughs> born in the tundra. They lived in the cold. They breathed in the cold. They were the cold. Yep. That's why they brought the war to us. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So the space race happened in started in about the 50s whenever we basically wanted to get to space. That was like our big goal, right? We, we were testing out the right stuff. All those amazing pilots were trying to see if they could survive in like extreme speeds, extreme things with the sole purpose to get on giant rockets and get to space. Okay. You look at this timeline of whenever we first started orbiting earth happened in 1957. The Russians orbited earth first. Okay. After that, it's basically the U S playing catch up. Like they were trying very hard to catch up to the Ruskies. Don't you disparage Chuck Yeager. Hey, sit, sit over there guy. I'm not talking to you. Get in the corner. Get in the corner. You wait. Put no! Your, no! Put your tinfoil on and just sit over there and don't say anything. So you, I can show you like all of the timeline of Russia, 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 Russia. Are you on the dark America. web right now? Yeah, bro. I'm on <laughs> some shit. Wow, the black on that website's background. Hey, calm down, Juxtaposed to the green text. So we basically, it wasn't, it was two years later whenever Russia flew by the moon first. Okay? So everything that our space program was doing was essentially catching up to the Russians. Everything orbiting the Earth, going to the moon first, orbiting the moon, coming back, sending people back was done by the Russians first, okay? Suddenly, we go from orbiting and then crashing into the, into the waters of Earth to suddenly in 1969, we were able to get on the moon before the Russians. How did that happen? Power of love, baby. 69. No, that's false. What was done in 1968? Do you know what movie was made, produced, and put out in 1968? You're going to tell me. 2001, 2001 A Space, Space Odyssey. <laughs> My man knows. Okay. <laughs> Directed by Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Okay. Yep. What, what happened was we were getting outpaced, outbeat, outbeaten by the Russians, getting to space, going to the moon, orbiting the moon, getting little moon landers onto the moon, and it was never going to happen. We, we're getting to the end of the decade. We're getting to 67, 68 and going like, 
It's just not going to happen. We're not, we ha don't have the technology. We found the Van Belt radiation zones around the Earth, which is like these magnetic zones that trap super particles, electrons and protons and things like that, that literally were killing chimps and cats and other shit like that. And we couldn't get past these zones. Yet, like they say that these zones, it's basically imagine like uh, butterfly wings around the Earth. Yeah. And that's what the Van Belt radiation zones are. And essentially, to get past those zones to the moon would literally fry anybody trying to get past those. There's only specific zones in those in the radiation zone to get past. There's no way in the technology in 1968 where we're using slide rules and just paper and pencil that we could have got past that. So what they do? They brought in Stanley Kubrick, the man, to sit down on a soundstage, film the moon landing with the caveat that, oh, no, we're filming pickup shots for 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yep. And that's that's what that's what they put out. Since then, sure, we've been to the moon. We have satellite. When did, when did we first go to the moon? Oh, it was probably in the seventies. It was probably Apollo like fourteen. Apollo thirteen was the fucked up one where we probably that was probably the genuine time we tried to go to the moon. Yeah, Tom well, Hanks had a yeah, bunch he, of issues. Yeah, yeah. Whenever Apollo thirteen attempted the landing, they had to abort the landing, slingshot around the moon, and get back to Earth. Yeah, that that was probably honestly the first time we got to the moon. Or tried to land on the moon. And we had to abort it because we didn't have the technology in at that time. Apollo 14 was probably the first time we did that. And that was in uh, 1971. That was in January 1971 where we actually landed on the moon. So in 69, we did not get there. It did not happen. So The Shining was his confession. Here's the thing. The in The Shining, you watch Room 23, bro. And yeah. it says it all right there. Here's the thing. So... You don't think that we got the technology to get to the moon? From, no. From 1961 to 1969, you don't think that we grew enough? No, no. But you think that we grew enough from 69 to 71? I think we were dangerously close, but I don't think we we had the technology to actually do it by the deadline of at the end of the decade. I am not saying I'm not that crazy <laughs> that we never went to the moon because we did. Like we went to the moon eventually, but by the end of the decade, fuck you, we did not go. It didn't happen. So the government, the, the government, the, the man, jet, the jet engine had only existed for like yeah. twenty years. Rocket propulsion, like, was not it, the the rate of that technology in the forties, fifties, and sixties wasn't there to get us to the moon and land a lander on the moon and then get back. So you, they were still using horses during World War Two. So you don't believe right. in the exponential curve of technology, then? I I believe in technology. I'm holding a phone in my hand. I have, but but you, but your problem is with the growth. Biscuits on my head. I'm talking to a microphone. <laughs> I believe in stuff. That's not all you have on your head. You also have a lot of tinfoil. <laughs> a lot of tinfoil. Tin tin You're sweating a lot, I'm noticing. <laughs> Ooh, buddy. <laughs> okay. I guess my biggest argument is, is that you're, you are just discrediting. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick has said that's what happened. There's cameramen that have said that they were there when it happened. And they admit that, yeah, we, we faked the first time we went to the moon. Mm. Because you get, I mean. Cameramen that, that nobody knew their name until they said that they... 80-year-old man wrote an editorial not too long ago admitting he was one of the cameramen. Uh, okay, wake up, guy. Duh. We, okay. were, we, were, we were so hell-bent on beating the Ruskies to the moon that we just faked it. We had to. There's no way we could have... We had to rub it in their dumb red faces. Their dumb red faces. They're cold because they're so cold they're red. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Before yeah. they went blue. Um. So, USA. USA. So, what we did was JFK was shot Murdered, assassinated by multiple gunmen. Let's not let's not remember that. Okay, yep. there was no lone gunman guy. That's a whole other story for a whole other day. Um, we had to live by those words. He said it in '61 that we had to get to the moon. We we're gonna get to the moon by the power of the human spirit. We we're gonna get there, even though for the past several years the Russians had been beating us consistently in all the technology and orbiting, getting to the moon first, and putting landers on the moon. Is there more? What? Do you have more? I mean, I could talk for a while. Do you have anything to refute this? Do you have a rebuttal? A rebuttal? I don't because... Oh, God. Sup, sheeple. What? Because? Can I launch into mine now? Absolutely, you can. Let's do it. Put your hat on. <laughs> this is gonna blow your fucking mind. Yeah, out of your, out of your fucking butthole. Yeah, yeah. I agree with Brendan. 
The moon landing didn't happen. What do you have to say about that, Brian? J- JFK was assassinated. The moon landing was faked. Who ordered it? The fucking Illuminati. I can't choose both of you. You know that. So, my... I, I would call it a conspiracy theory, but it's fucking real. <laughs> Look, listen, okay. I'm exaggerating for effect a little bit, but whether whether you believe in the quote-unquote think- Illuminati or not, things are so fast. Do you think that people have a drinking game that every time debates on tap says quote-unquote, they, they drink? <laughs> they should. <laughs> they should. There you go, guys. So You got something smart out of this episode, you fucks. So whether you believe all conspiracy theories or none, the Illuminati was a real fraternal organization based in Bavaria in the 1770s. That's a fact. We have, it's in writing, it, it's real. It Is was it Bavarian cream filled? <laughs> I'm sure some of those guys were Bavarian cream filled. <laughs> it is Bavarian cream filled. And then burned as witches. So the Illuminati existed. Now, where the... <laughs> Just say it. Conspiracy theories are going so yeah. fast. Conspiracy theory comes in is... They didn't disband after the French Revolution. In fact, they kicked off the French Revolution and they expanded. And they have been the organizers and plotters for every major historical event since, since the 1770s. They, they know all, they have all, everything in your life and everyone else's life eventually boils down to the will of the Illuminati. Can you give me the three biggest thing historical events that they have or so they organized all the world wars? Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They organized 1770s. Uh what give me some others? Well, the the French Revolution was the first big one. Okay. So they they wanted, you know, the people of France same thing. Every every world war has gone by them for them because they needed to adjust the status quo in some way, right? So World War II, right? They put Hitler in power because they knew that he wanted to kill all the Jews. World War I, did they assassinate Franz Ferdinand? Of course. Of course they did. You that crazy, Wake but they up! didn't? What was it? The uh, what, um, What's his name? The Order of the White Feather? Was that the... The organization that he was, what's his name, was a part of, the guy who assassinated Frankfurt. Yeah, something. it was something he, like that. He was a member of another secret society or an underground, <laughs> underground organization. People, that's an effect. That's how fast this thing is moving. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's it's the Illuminati, right? They 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 did 9-11 to, to put us in a in a police state where all of our calls in this podcast can be monitored for people that know too much. Which is why we have the tinfoil hats on. Like <laughs> Exactly. Because. Wake up, sheeple. Wake up, sheeple. Because they can read our minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through these headphones. Probably. I am not saying, I don't, I'm not crazy enough to believe the Illuminati, Illuminati runs everything. I'm just saying our government, big, big man, big guy, big, whatever, big, big brother. Guy, the big guy. The big brother. The big guy. We faked the moon landing to be the Russians. I'm not, I don't believe was, the, that was fucking Illuminati. That yeah, was yeah. ordered by the Illuminati. What we're dealing with... Oh, God. I need a minute. <laughs> look, look. What I, we're dealing with saying. is a macro conspiracy theory and a micro conspiracy theory. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> you know why? Is because the Illuminati is just... Imagine a world where it's just... Utter chaos. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Society is organized. And eventually, there's a top of the pyramid. And that pyramid has the all-seeing eye in it. Like the dollar fucking bill, bro. Illuminati confirmed. I've realized that I have made a mistake. Did you? In this topic. Did you? You've you've woken us up. Our eyes are open. Because he's too awake now. Our eyes are open. Come with us, bro. Because I don't know where my friends went. They went, they left, Listen, and you guys are here Look now. at us in the eye for an extended period of time. The all-seeing eye. We're here. Oh, God. I don't want to pick a winner. 
Do you have a rebuttal against his... Uh... Yeah, the Illuminati's fucking bullshit. There's no such fucking thing. Everyone, like, they disband in the 1700s. Like, there's no world order, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Try try to figure out who actually owns any company. Oh, fuck. Who, he, he got me there. Who... The, the pyramid keeps going and going and going and going. Sure, you could say that... Beyonce, Beyonce and Jay-Z are involved in it, too. Yeah, the... So where did the Perry? where did the stonemasons come into your Illuminati? The play? Freemasons, they're shills. That's the <laughs> that's the public uh, face. That's the that's a that's the conspiracy to throw off the yeah, the conspiracy. That's hunters. a distraction right, right. tactic. Mm-hmm. Same same thing is as a uh, Majestic Twelve, right? Majestic Twelve, they're just a sub agency of the Illuminati, right? And it's not Majestic I'm, 12, it's Majesty 12. Freemasons, Knights of Columbus, bullshit. I am so irritated. I'm mad at myself. If I'm being honest, you, I'm mad at you myself. You did this to us. I know. I drove my friends away down a rabbit hole that they're never going to come a back from. A rabbit hole of truth. Of truth, sheeple. We're got to wake up, people. we got to wake up. Okay. I think that if we were to sit here for four hours... <laughs> In my we're, nightmare scenario, four-hour podcast. <laughs> yes, this was the this first forty-five minutes. Yeah, the first Keep part. rolling. They can't turn us off. I uh, and, and, and if we were to dive into these uh, conversations, I think Vargas would have a harder time defending that the Illuminati control everything than Brendan would that the that the moon landing in 1969 was fake. Right. So for that purpose, I am going to choose Brendan. Yes. I didn't yell because we got new mics. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll it back now. Obviously, we went to the moon. <laughs> like, in 1969. Like no shit, we did. It's a marvel of human engineering, human pain, suffering, all kinds of stuff. Okay, I'm however, gonna roll it back. Yeah, do however, a bit. <laughs> however, <laughs> do a bit. <laughs> however, I I just think yeah, like the, the Illuminati, like man. The, the the craziest part about the whole Illuminati thing is it's probably it, true. It was real. Yeah, it was a legit oh, yeah, thing. Sure. It was a legit thing. And, it was. It was. And I really do think there is like again there is a top of the pyramid. Truly, the truth. Something, Somewhere. Yeah. Somehow, whether it's the G twelve, right? The OPEC, like you name it. The like Brandenburg something. group. Right? You know what? It, like they're the yeah. What's the the banker family? The, yeah, you know, like whatever. all this oh, stuff. Oh, like, uh, what was the the whole like satanic <laughs> government thing? Like, yeah, um, where they're the Rothschilds. Yeah, like, the banking family. Whatever, diddling little boys. Well, yeah. Somewhere, something's happening. It, listeners, feel free to open your mind a little bit and do some research. Do but, your own research, but fucking be careful because this shit can no, be yeah, a slippery it's, slope it's a for crazy people. Crazy web, like, and that's how QAnon starts, and that's oh how all gosh. these bonkers things. And see, that's the thing, like, they're like Vargas said, there's legit, like, crazy weird things in our Absolutely. government, like in the world, like all kinds of stuff. We're, we're like, our government's based so much on capitalism. Like, you could say that, like, capitalism is like that's what, what I runs mean. That's everything. what I mean. Like, and whether you call it the Illuminati like, or whatever, right, there or is a yeah. top of the pyramid. Right. So, it's called yeah, money. Right. I mean, Correct. power. But that's who controls the money? Is. You know, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, ooh, buddy. <laughs> Let me yeah, tell you, I took I, some deep dives on some websites and I was like, oh, Christ. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> You're both on watch list for sure now. <laughs> I, that's based why on I, web I used, history alone. I used the private browser on my Safari. Oh, so. <laughs> oh, wake, wake up, sheeple. That's called you a, think that's gonna a protect security you, right? theater. And that's why after watching Beyond the Curve, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be one of these people. <laughs> you are. Yeah. If you go to a conference, we have a problem. Yeah. So, uh, so I'll do a little... Oh God, I can't believe yes. I'm saying this. Oh, that's this. right. You had to do your little dive. I'll do a little dive into the Illuminati and the moon. Oh God. Buckle up, guy. I'm going to need 19 more longboats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shitheads. Longboat shitheads. Uh, so next time, I believe it's, it's Vargas <laughs> Longboat long shitheads. Yeah. Yeah. It is you, you crazy bastard. So I, I have pride, prided, proud. You, pr- you have, you've, you've prouded, prouded. I've prouded myself <laughs> on, uh, on, uh, settling some important topics. Right. So we did, okay. we did lightsaber versus Captain America's shield. Right? Oh God. We did Superman versus Goku. Right. We're going to settle another epic debate. Age-old argument. Here and now. Well, next episode and then. Yeah. Nicolas Cage. <gasps> Best bad actor or worst good actor? <laughs> Nicolas Cage, good or bad? Oh, my gosh. 
I'm so excited for that. Interesting. So you, each of you guys, one of you guys is going to pick Nicolas Cage as a good actor. One of you guys I, is going to pick Nicolas Cage I, as a bad actor. I want... Can I have good? Damn it. Yeah. You're going to use Broken Arrow as your case in point. Shut your mouth. Fuck. And face that off. That wasn't... But, and... <laughs> Well, yeah, no, okay, that wasn't yeah, him. You, use Face Off. <laughs> you can't. That was Travolta yeah, no the whole shit. time. <laughs> Have you seen Face Off? <laughs> yeah. Travolta's acting is only bad in that because it was Nicolas Cage. Because it's, it's Nicolas Cage. <laughs> bad. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. It's Nick Cage trying to do a John Travolta impression. It's incredible. I, it is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, boy. Interesting. But uh, so if you're picking, if you've got bad, Brian, remember, two Ghost Rider movies. Ghost Rider Two makes Ghost Rider One look like The Rock. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't need your help to find a bad Nicolas Cage movie. I'm good. Right. Uh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. I think that's gonna be. A fun and by one. the way, I w- we're not disparaging Nick Cage. He's a very successful actor. So regardless of what you think about him, you go do it and make as much money as Nick Cage did. Well, no, I'm a huge Nicolas Cage. Yeah, fan. yeah. Like, I, I just wanted to be clear. Yeah. Uh, this is all. Please don't take this podcast as a as a learning opportunity. <laughs> really? Yeah, don't tweet this at Nick Cage. Wait, no, tweet this at Nick. <laughs> Definitely Cage. tweet this at Nick Cage. Uh, uh, can I one last point of business? Yeah. Uh, on April twenty seventh, uh, oh, yeah. second annual, mm-hmm. second anal, <laughs> d- uh, deadlifts and donations. Uh, this time is going to be a little bit different, a little bit smaller, uh, and it, it, we'll have more details later. But this time. We're just encouraging people uh, based on weight that we lift to go donate to whatever charities uh, you want, basically. Okay. Um, and there's a great site. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but I'll put it in the metadata and, and tweets and all that stuff. Uh, it, it's kind of like a charity watchdog. So they grade charities to see how transparent they are. Oh, sure. Where the actual money goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they even have like the, the top CEOs listed on like how much they make of, in that company. So it's kind of cool. Oh yeah. Uh, but they have grades, so it's 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 a really good uh, resource if you if you know like a cause, you can mm-hmm. go check to see what what charity itself is is the best is the best for donating to for, that cause for that cause, right? Um, so yeah, that that's happening on April twenty seventh. We'll have some more info later. Uh, we'll probably do something a little bit special for it. Um, but like I said, it's a little bit smaller this time. So please help spread the word best you can whenever you get the details that we give you. Uh, other than that, uh, find us on Twitter at debates on tap. Mm-hmm. Find us on Instagram at debates on pictures. Find us uh, in the emails at debates on fans at gmail It's, it's just email. email. Uh, do you have a do you have a, a fan debate? Nick Cage fans, right? Yeah, Nick Cage. Yeah, <laughs> Nick Cage versus John Travolta fans. We've already done the John Travolta ooh, before. Ooh, nice. <laughs> uh, That's a throwback. The ultimate face off. <laughs> there it is. God damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna unsubscribe from it. <laughs> uh, which, lastly, uh, please rate and subscribe us. It actually does help us get noticed. Uh, by other people who don't just know us personally. Yeah, yeah so. eventually it will help us get mm-hmm. noticed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. so just any kind of rating and, and please subscribe on whatever you listen to I on to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, any of that stuff. And tell tell people if Yeah. If, if you want. That's the best the best way to get us out there right now is word of mouth. Word of mouth so. cuz our mouths will not stop moving. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. Anything else? No? Nope. All right, well, with that, bye.